I just want to let people know that I think that is totally backwards because you can learn all of the skills and you can do all of the things, but if you really want to make it a business and not just a hobby where you're tinkering and learning, which is totally fine because we all need that creative outlet. But if you really want to make it into a business, you have to get that mindset right. You have to start seeing the possibility. And I just want people to know that they can start there. Hey there, and welcome back to Breaking Up With Corporate. I'm Jamie Renee, your host and truth-telling gal pal, here to have the real conversations with badass women doing their thing. We'll talk candidly about the hard lessons, impact, business, failure, mindset, corporate BS, and all the things. I'm excited to highlight and learn from these amazing women that have stepped into their power and are proving what's possible. Let's do this. Hey guys, thank you for checking out another episode of Breaking Up With Corporate. This week, I did something a little bit different. I actually did a live podcast, which I guess like people call live streams. I don't know. I did a live podcast over on my Instagram, which is at Jamie Renee, J-A-M-I-E-R-I-E-N-E. And I think it's going to be something that I might try going forward. It was actually kind of fun. It was a way for me to step outside of my comfort zone. Um, Previously, before this, I have gone live maybe a handful of times, and it's all just been for a couple of minutes. So as you will hear in this episode, my new motto is basically just to run towards the fear because that is where my edges are. And I am all about growth in this season. And this was an interesting conversation. My my friend Jen Silbert was able to hop on and we really just had a conversation about the various ways that we have made money and people are making money online and kind of what is out there. And not only that, but really what it takes to make money whenever you leave corporate and put yourself out there, because it's not necessarily what you think. There's a whole lot of mental ninja shit that you're going to have to overcome. And so this is just a real honest conversation about some of those things. And I want to preface this with, if you stay till the very end, you will hear, but if not, I want to make you aware that for a limited time, I am offering free clarity sessions. I have, I have two spots. If you want to DM me over on Instagram and let me know if after hearing this episode, if you've got some ideas, if you've got some wheels turning, if you just want to hop on a call, what I am doing is I am developing a skill around clarity sessions, which is really just an opportunity to get on a call with somebody who's a little bit further down the road from you, who has tried lots of things and really just have a sounding board to be able to bounce some ideas off of. So if you want to do that and gain some clarity, I can speak to the pros and cons of each individual thing most likely that you're talking about. I've tried all sorts of things. So I want to offer this. I want to perfect this and kind of change it, turn it into a skill. And as you hear me speaking, this is what it means to package your knowledge. So all of the things that I have learned by trying all of these various businesses, this is me packaging my knowledge. So I want to model that for you. I want to offer that for you. If you want to get on a call, I would love to chat with you. So that being said, let's get to it. I wanted to talk to you guys about like 
Whenever I first started looking for something outside of my job, so I'm sick of corporate and like the first thing I started to do was like some research on what is it that people are doing to make money. Um, I was just letting everybody know that kind of the point of this, um, you know, I'm really with my podcast, I'm putting out there like women who are kind of sick of the corporate game and they're just now starting to look and figure out like, what, what are my options out there? I'm, I'm tired of this. I know that I'm ready for something more, but like, what are the options? So I wanted to do, I wanted to do kind of an overview of kind of the buckets that I put these in. And I know there's more, I, I mean, like, I know for a fact that there's more, but um, I think you can kind of loop them into these certain buckets. But before I get into that, I wanted to tell you kind of a little bit about my background. So I have been interested in finding something outside of corporate for a long time and um, always interested in entrepreneurship. I have had businesses with um, a jewelry business with my sister. We've screen printed uh, t-shirts. We've done direct-to-garment. Um, we've done printables with an Etsy shop. We, I mean, like we've done lots of things. Um, and the thing that nobody really tells you about, like whenever you go out there and you start to look for these things, you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. Like, here's these examples of things that I can do. And all that's good and fine, but it's really like the mindset behind what you're doing in order for you to have the success. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is I want to give you guys an idea, a big picture of what is out there but then kind of let you know where to start. So Jen, um, I've got some buckets here and we can kind of bounce off and whatever you think. I've got the way that people are making money that I see in the spaces where I'm at. It's really in kind of three different buckets and it's within marketing. And I don't even know if that's like a correct term or whatever, but basically that's like ads, affiliates, sponsors, that's if you have like primary content on some platform, whether it is, you know, a YouTube channel or a blog or a podcast, you know, that's a slow build because <laughs> you have to have a lot of followers. You had a podcast, right, Jen? Yeah, I did. I did. It is. It's a slow slog. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get to the point to where you um, were large enough to actually get sponsors? Because I think it's like around 15,000 downloads or something like that per episode. Not yet. Mine when I, I put mine on hold for a while because like most of us who leave a a familiar environment that maybe you've invested a lot of years in, you're going to pivot yeah. frequently. And it's going to be tempting to jump in and do all the things like the blog, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the Instagram channel, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'm still pivoting, really. After five years, I'm still pivoting. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a slow build, and it's really just kind of finding that path of what just continuing to follow kind of what lights you up and what makes sense for your um you know, your business, your vision that you have for your life. Um, the other two buckets I have are products, which is like physical products, digital products. And then there's like that um, drop ship kind of hybrid where you 
own the inventory ish, <laughs> but you know, so there's like those options. Um, and then the one that I'm most familiar with and the one that most speaks to me because out of all of this, um, packaging your knowledge is the area where you can get like the greatest return because you're no longer trading time for dollars. I mean, I know that you're, you're really not with those others, but like, it's such a slow build to get to that. Like, yeah, years from now, whenever that's actually funding itself, that'll be great. But for now, you know, I'm really leaning in towards and finding those examples of women who have really just started packaging their knowledge in the form of um, courses and programs and um, mentorships and uh, books and eBooks and like, bundling services and all of that. So you have some experience with that. I mean, I know you're further along the path on me. So do you want to speak to any of that? Like kind of how you got started during like packaging your knowledge? Um, sure. And you covered almost everything that I would. And I love how you organize this because you're right. It comes down to um, the products or the services basically. And then it's a variety of ways that you can deliver those. And um, it's so great that we could just hook up like our minds were working on the same subject about how we can help women understand the options out there for, for me, it was creating passive income because I'm all about creating passive income. And that is going to be harnessing your knowledge. But if I could just take it a step back just to share with you the zone that I work in with women who want to make this pivot and want to uh, pursue a new path but don't really know where to start is um, I help women understand better who they are and what they want and what lights them up because what I did is I just jumped out there uh, I went from uh, the corporate world to being the stay-at-home mom and and after years of that you're even at more of a handicap because a lot of the knowledge you did have is maybe not relevant anymore and then to go from there to network marketing, of which that was going to be one of the options I was going to share because oh, I yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. But that's really that's products, right? And yeah. I find that if you're the kind of person that first off, it it's not just for extroverts, but obviously it's all about relationships. <laughs> yeah. So I would say if you are a very hardcore introvert that that might be a stretch. So it can be tempting because there's a lot of lure in network marketing. And it's a model that's been around for a long time. And I have a team myself. I built up a great network marketing team. And I still get passive income, even though I'm not actively involved. So there's an initial investment for yeah. sure. But I think that's a really great option, especially for women who are drawn to causes, because a lot of women, uh, they're drawn to network marketing companies for different reasons. It could be the product, could be that it's all natural and they're very conscious of living a, a healthy, clean life. And so that appeals to them. But more often than not, a lot of them are drawn in by the philanthropy of the company involved. So the product is almost an oh, by the way, but you are so bought into and passionate about the cause um, that you can sell the product. So I, again, I'm going to bring that back to we have to really know what lights us up and what what we stand in. And so there needs to be some space where we do a lot of that introspective self-discovery work. Yeah. 
right? Because there is that temptation to jump out. But that aside, you're right. A lot of the the possibilities in harnessing our knowledge are just off the charts. It's unlimited. And that's really the new era we're moving into is the, the information age where all the gurus are telling us how we can. So I've done the Tony Robbins work. I've done all of the, the knowledge broker. Um, but a couple of the platforms that I'm using now that I might throw out and you mentioned yeah. You mentioned Etsy. So I'm in the life coach business in the coaching space. I never would have imagined that Etsy would be a marketplace to go to because I used to think it was just products. Yeah. But it's great for crafty women. But um, the digital space is really expansive on Etsy now, too. So are you so doing like digital um like tracker sheets and that like um I no actually I think I did check out your shop. You are doing the digital like here's your um accountability tracker, mood tracker, like different things. And also I guess that that's really clever because it also opens up like, yeah, I like this, but oh, I wonder if she has videos or I wonder if she has more information exactly. on how I really need to use this and then they seek you out. So that's a really I like that. I'm going to have to pick uh, that one up. <laughs> one the great thing about Etsy I didn't know about is that they drive the traffic to the site. So yeah. you pay a certain percentage off of each of the products you sell, but you can sell digital products for as low as, you know, a dollar. And you can you sell 100 products. Maybe it's a tracker or a daily journal sheet or some other. Um, it could be personal cleaning, cleaning lists. I mean... Yeah. Things you could harness from even your personal expertise and convert into a checklist or a, a journal or a planner. Those sell really well on Etsy. Yeah, and that's a really good, I mean, that's a good segue too, because I really, um, well, now that I said that, I totally just blanked on what I was going to say. But, um, well, crap, we were talking about Etsy, planners. It'll come back around, so no worries. Um, but yeah, oh, I was going to say, uh, for it to be a digital product, because that is truly passive income. I mean, it's just like you do the work once and you upload it. Um, now, in my experience with my Etsy shop, there was a lot of you have to drive traffic to there. But like, since you have it in your Instagram bio, I mean, and you're active there, I mean, like, that's just a way for people to easily like find you and, you know, start to dabble in what you have to offer. Because what I love about all of these is that you can really combine so many and you can be like, okay, yes. I. So for me, I have a podcast. One of the things I'm looking into is like podcast merchandise. Like I say, yeah. quote unquote merchandise. I don't know how many women really want to walk around with like breaking up with corporate, like on their chest, but I've got some other things um, like in mind that I want to do that I think will very cleverly link to an Etsy shop or on my website to where it's like, Hey, here's these products. And then also like, here's this other thing in here, you know, it's just like, so there's various ways for people to support you, whether it's, you know, through digital products or through your um, programs and that sort of thing. So I love the overlap because it lets people just kind of dip their toe in if that's what they want to do. So I love that. Right. Whenever um, my sister and I had an Etsy shop, it was, <laughs> it was really kind of fun. It was like little snarky products, um, which 
I'm a smart ass. And no, no, no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so you, you couldn't tell. Um, but yeah, so we had all these little snarky products and t-shirts and stuff that we were doing um, where we uploaded the designs. And so then they would go through like Printful or um, Minted. There's a couple of different, I don't remember exactly the ones, but where you upload the design and then they'll put it on these coffee mugs. They'll put it on these t-shirts. They'll put it on, you know, so you just size it and do it once. I mean, and for 20 cents, which is what they charge you for like a listing a month or something, or maybe it's every three months, it's ridiculously cheap. But I mean, it's yeah. just like, that's totally passive because I would just sell coffee mugs like through there before I shut the store down just because I was like, oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even realize I still had that open because it was just so passive. Exactly. And you're still bringing in money. I mean, yeah. I, I I have intended to my shop. I have a WooCommerce shop on my old website, which is Raw and Naked Living. And I sold my digital products there. And I thought about going merch, which, by the way, I wouldn't rule out that women might not like to, you know, connect with the breaking up with corporate. <laughs> I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, that standalone product may be just what they want. And I think what you're talking about is maybe the print on demand option. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And, and really, this knowledge alone, just having this brief little conversation, I think, is so valuable because the amount of time that I've spent in exploring options that would be viable and not just um, like suck me dry time wise, money wise to explore is valuable right there. But um, the, the um, print on demand is a nice option and you have to find the the best servicer for you and there are some cons related to that but yeah you don't have inventory and listen i feel like when you've done corporate for a while and you've been in kind of that boxed in structured environment i feel like there are many of us especially in midlife that have these creative this creative um you know, gift inside of us that may be looking for room to expand. And I think things like we're talking about are great for you to tap into your creative side and um, monetize that. Yeah. And, and that's all stuff that you can do while you're still in corporate. I mean, it you can set up an Etsy shop in a weekend and you can start your social media now. You can just start, you know, I mean, that's things that I personally didn't have in place. I'm not, I'm snarky and I'm not social. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm <a real> peach. <laughs> so, I mean, but like it, I mean, I didn't have a Facebook until I joined my first program, um, like coaching program to where it was like, Oh, like, I guess I want to interact with these people. But before then, like a decade and I never had a Facebook and it was you know, I'll post on Instagram once a year, but it's really just to keep up with people. So it wasn't like, those are all things that could have been going on this whole time, you know, like yeah. building up. And all of that to say, as you start to like dip your toe into all of these things, as you start to look at the possibilities, just know, I mean, like, I don't know where exactly your mindset was whenever you started, um, whenever you left corporate, whenever you started your own, started doing your own stuff. But for me, like that has been the biggest barrier, I will say. And it's not a barrier because I, I started dabbling in mindset stuff along 
time ago. I mean, like several years ago, but it really, it didn't, it wasn't the primary thing. Like it was secondary to all of the business stuff. And I just want to let people know that I think that is totally backwards because you can learn all of the skills and you can do all of the things, but if you really want to make it a business and not just a hobby where you're tinkering and learning, which is totally fine because we all need that creative outlet. But if you really want to make it into a business, you have to get that mindset right. You have to start seeing the possibility. And I just want people to know that they can start there. You know, I mean, it's like those are all things that you can start working on as far as. Um, well, and I've got um, at the end of this month, I have a, a five day challenge, a mindset challenge coming up. So I'll go into more of that. But that's just kind of where I wanted to kind of put that idea into people's heads that yes, there are so many options out there and there's so many people doing it and making money, making money passive, making, you know, and the various options. Right. And I, if I, I'd jump in and just amplify yeah. what you're saying about the, the importance of starting something while you still are gainfully employed, because unless you have a, a severance package, unless you have, you know, and, uh, you know, a pot of money that will sustain you for a while and get started. First off, I'm going to say it can, it can take you months and months and months yes. to actually start monetizing, even in a, in a small level, unless you, um, you get on maybe the lecture circuit or you become a consultant or, um, you know, take your knowledge and now you can go out and work for yourself that way. But if you're going to be doing work online, uh, we just want to bust that myth that it's a get rich quick scene, <laughs> yeah. right? And that you can just quit your job and get started because I did, I did kind of do that, and it was years, really. Um, although key in here is connecting with the right communities and, and the mindset part is so important because you're going to need to invest in yourself. It's going to be, it's going to take time. It's going to yeah. take money. And if you're counting your pennies and going, yeah, I don't really know about the outcome. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. It's going to prolong the, you're not being able to move forward. Yeah. And, you know, you're just going to stay there. And there's a place for being mindful about your choices. Right. But another thing I want to throw in here, just because that's, the you know, my jam too. mindset. I'm totally with you. That mindset challenge is a great place to start. I go even deeper than that, where I look at all the emotional crap that you've just stuffed under the surface <laughs> all these years that is going to come up. When it's part of mindset, okay, it's also these these belief systems that you've tolerated, you've been able to overcome in your job. But when you go off on your own and you start doubting yourself and you see you start social comparing and going, but wait a minute, they did this this fast. And how come I can't get it? You got a lot of emotional crap that you need to yeah. work out. And and it's it's important to make space for this kind of work too, and not expect you're just going to jolt out of the gate and yeah. say, all right, I'm ready to make some money. Yeah. And honestly, even when you think you're at that point, you're probably not. I mean, that's where, <laughs> that's where I was. I thought I was like, Ooh, months at golden. And I have learned so much over the last six months that it's just like, I am just a whole different person. And it, I mean, this, like, I'm not even nervous anymore. Like, I was a little bit nervous, like, a few minutes before I, I came on. 
But like, this is totally outside of my comfort zone. And I've just decided that for me to be successful, for anybody to be successful, you have to get so comfortable being uncomfortable. And you have to have courage and you have to have the courage to stand in these in-between spaces where the work that you've put forth, it doesn't look like it's doing anything. And you just have to hold strong that you are going on the right path. And that is a whole lot of mental, like, ninja shit. (laughs) I mean, it is like, yeah. I mean, so that's just been, I kind of liken it to, you know, the game Candyland that you played, like, with your kids Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, that first little bridge, like, if you landed on, like, the third or fourth spot, you could skip, like, these little, like, a whole big section. And, like, if your journey is this Candyland game, like, birth to death or, you know, corporate, exiting corporate to, like, you're you're done, whatever, like, the mindset piece, if you do that first, it'll let you skip this whole other section because you can learn all day long. I'm assuming if you're a woman in corporate, like you're, you've got knowledge that you can like figure things out tech wise. You've got that kind of foundation. So like, it's really, you can learn that stuff a lot quicker, but you can implement it if you actually get the mindset piece first, because what I was doing was learning a shit ton, but not implementing anything because of the fear that was holding me back. Like I've got a whole bunch of knowledge on here on a multitude of platforms because that was my safety zone. That's how I kept from being visible and showing up, which was all fear-based and all stuff that you just have to overcome. So, And really, I think that in this space and time that we're living in, one of the best gifts that we can share with other women is um, is helping them to find out who they are and accept themselves for where they are and understand that they have magic. Each of us has an element of magic down inside that's maybe been suppressed all these years where we have um, we've showed up um we've been on time we've been awesome at our job but we've lived within a a hierarchy that maybe wasn't even true to who we were and we're not even going to know what that freedom is going to look like until we leave corporate and realize that now we have the freedom to pursue what we want it is going to challenge us to figure out um who we are and that that, and and that's one of what you're doing really is a, a beautiful gift for women. I'm assuming that many of the women you work with are kind of midlife um, because yeah, a little younger. So I I mean, in my mind, I mean, this is obviously still developing, but it's women who are a few years younger, like where I was, you know, probably 30 ish is in my mind. That's who I'm talking to now. All of the crazy dudes that join my Instagram page. I'm just like, you are not my target audience. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I know. I don't even know who these people are, but I'm getting a lot of guys lately. I know. There's my daughter was like, mom, those are bots. And I was like, yeah. oh, that makes more sense. Right. Right. The general <laughs> were in Iraq or something like that. Yeah, that exactly. uh, and uh, loves children and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, 
Jen, do you want to tell people where they can find you? And then I will uh, wrap up and I've got a few things to say as well. Thank you. Yes, um, I'm Jen Silbert. I am a uh, life coach and I specifically work with women in midlife and beyond. And for me, that's come mid thirties and beyond. And I help women explore new possibilities in life and to um, shed and, and more unlearn things that they have learned all of these years that have impacted um, who they are and their possibilities and embolden them to move into the future, to give women the confidence that they need to know that there's more out there uh, than they can even imagine. So I wanna help you dream and believe in yourself again. Uh, I have a website, jensilbert.com. Oh, and on Instagram, I'm at jensilbertcoaching. And I as well have, um, like I said, I've got a five day challenge coming up at the end of the month, all about um, this kind of stuff, mindset. I believe, and this will be interesting, um, next week I'm gonna, at the same time, go live again. And I want to talk about how religious trauma has held me back in my business journey. So I think that will be juicy if anybody wants to join that because that that's a real thing that I um, really just pushed aside for a long time because I it was trauma. So um, interesting stuff. So um, I also want to offer I've got two spots for free clarity sessions. If anybody wants to um, hop on a call and just chit chat um, about any of the businesses that I mentioned, any of the things that interest you, um, whether that's like an Etsy shop, or you want to get on the call and brainstorm, I'd be happy to do that. And I've got two spots. So just send me a DM here on Instagram. And that is for women who are interested in entrepreneurship. So, that is it. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Jen. This was fun. We'll have to do it again. You're doing great. You do. You, you sound like a natural. Jamie, oh, I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I think doing all the podcasting has helped because I can, like, this is just another, I mean, that's the, the point, right? It's just another podcast for me, which I've really become comfortable with. So, you know, just doing those things and we get better by doing it. We don't start out that way, but like we're doing the things. I love it. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Part of it. Yes, it worked out. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Hey, hey, I just want to say thank you to Jen Silbert. Again, you can find her at jensilbert.com or at jensilbertcoaching on Instagram. I will link these in the show notes. But a few of the takeaways I want to get into is number one, it's less about the thing you decide and more about getting the mindset piece right. You can create the most incredible thing, but if, if you can't put the thing that you've poured your heart and soul into because you're paralyzed with doubt and paralyzed with fear, like obviously that's going to inhibit your success. Make sure that you take the mindset piece into account. Number two, the three buckets of making money that we discussed today are marketing, packaging your knowledge and products. And obviously there is a multitude of opportunities within each of these. They all have their unique challenges and various ways to make money. And the good thing is that you can really balance some of the pros and cons by stacking some of these offers and really allowing people different opportunities and price points to interact with you. Number three, when you're breaking up with corporate, learn to tap into your creative side and start to explore. That introspective self-discovery work 
and really just try to find out what lights you up. Um, And these are things that you can do now. So give yourself plenty of runway and just realize that this is not a get rich quick scheme, which goes along with number four, you are going to have to invest in yourself in time in money and in a mindful way to really move the needle forward. Number five, in order to be successful, you have to get so comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to have the courage to stand in those in-between spaces. And number six, we all have magic deep inside. Make it a priority to find out what that means for you. Thank you guys so much. Um, you can still look forward to another regularly pu- blah, 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 regularly scheduled episode that will drop on Monday. This is just a bonus that was over on my Instagram live. And so we are going to test this out going forward. Let me know. Come see me on Instagram and let me know if you liked it. Tag me, tag Jen, all the good things. Share with a friend. Thanks, guys.